Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. Matthew Salthouse, Chief Executive Officer, Canadian Resources Limited. Uh, Canadian Resources listed uh, December 2020, coming up to our first year of listing. And uh, we took a platform in 2020 uh, with an Asia-focused junior exploration company in a short, small asset in the Canante district. Over the last 10 months or so, we've built on that, both from a corporate perspective and in terms of organic growth. Uh, we're quite excited as to where we sit right now. We think we're at an inflection point in terms of taking the company from an initial platform into its second stage of growth and uh, quite keen to update our investors and stakeholders on that further today. Thank you. Matthew, lovely to have you back. We saw you back in uh, May. It's been a funny old market for precious metals uh, this year, and I, I don't think your chart's too unsimilar to uh, most of your uh, peers in that regard, uh, in the sense that it's, uh, it's come off a bit. So I wanted to catch up with you because I think um, Papua New Guinea's a very interesting jurisdiction, and I want to sort of understand how you are, are approaching it, because you talked talk to me last time about having a, a base from which to build, right? Um, and there's a few, few things that you, talk, you talked about in terms of how you're going to go about doing it. So first of all, how's money? Let's start with that. Yeah, so in terms of cash, we're, we're sitting about uh, 1.5 million uh, US dollars at the moment, um, which is you know sufficient for our current programs. And certainly, we've got a burn rate of about 120,000 US a month. Um, and it's really easy for us, given the early stage nature of our projects, to turn that on, turn that off. Um, there's a couple of initiatives where we would look to potentially spend into that, but we're quite comfortable where the cash position sits at the moment. Having said that, obviously, um, we do have a, a growth profile ahead of us, and if we can look at options to fund in, in, in into the near term in an appropriate way that protects shareholders, then that's something that uh, we're minded to look at as well. But you're going to have to give people or investors something to work with, right? So, you know, the burn rate is quite low, but I don't know what you're doing with that. Are you doing anything meaningful or is that just people sitting behind a desk staring at screens? I mean, what, what, what are you working on? Yeah, it's a very, very good question because, you know, COVID times, it, it, it is a bit delayed and, and a bit more sporadic, if you like, in terms of getting outcomes from fieldwork um, and, and being in a position to report on that. But our last... Um, uh, six months, if you will, since since we last spoke, I'm um, very much focused on on the sort of two planks of the company, if you will. One's corporate initiatives, um, and we announced the the deal in relation to the May River uh, copper project, and there's some other opportunities we're looking at from a corporate collaboration point of view as well. But more importantly, we have worked the ground um, pretty hard in terms of our core assets, uh, Carroll South and KRL North in the uh, Canante district. So um, we, we've you know, moved on from um, you know, basically identifying some prospects in, in KRL South and, and now you know, honing in further in terms of um, some geochem uh, work and sampling work and uh, mapping work and what have you to look to delineate some drilling targets uh, in the in the, in the near term. And also we've worked uh, the ground uh, quite hard in relation to the KRL North asset where we had had no previous access before due to some, some historic legacy land issues that, that, that predated us. But we've had access to that ground now. We've, we've worked those, that, that part of the, the portfolio as well. Um, we've taken probably just under 3,000 samples 
uh, across the projects and in addition to the, the May River um, a project which we acquired for, for initial field survey there. So we've been quite um, active in terms of sampling and analysing those samples. The issue for us has been, um, and I suspect for a lot of other juniors, certainly other juniors operating in Papua New Guinea, has been quite sporadic to delays in getting samples processed and then out of country. And, of course, without the proper analysis coming back from the samples, it, you know, it, it makes, it, it, you obviously do need that to, to plan the next stage of programs. But... In summary, um, you know, um, our KRL South asset, we've, we've worked the, the, the prospects there pretty hard, in particular East Abenoffi and Yarrow Ridge, and we've also had um, some meaningful outcomes coming through from KRL North. So, so what is that? Tell me, convert that into English for me for people viewing this, right? So work, working hard means what? I mean, when people talk to me about, you know, anomalies and... You know, you know, vagaries like that and surface sampling and so forth. It, it, it doesn't feel substantive for me. Like, have you got drill targets yet? Well, do you know where you're going to go? Yeah, no, no, I'm happy to talk in plain English because that's my world as well, quite frankly. So um, it, the, the first one to focus on for us is East Abenoffi Prospect. So East Abenoffi Prospect, we um, identified a 40 gram per tonne sample there. And um, that was in addition to a lot of, um, you know, cross-structural mapping work that, that we identified. So we could see effectively a lot of similarity between that prospect and ground further north where K92 operate in Bilamura um, uh, mineralised goldfield, if, if, if you like. So that, um, you know, gives us a basis um, and a very interesting basis for us to do some more modelling um, and identify, um, you know, um, do some work and looking at the structures there and do some more sampling um, with the intention really, and we have an excavator working that ground at the moment, working sort of from the southeast corner, sort of on a, on a, on a um, northeast trending basis across that, that, that area um, with the intention of, you know, giving us a... a, a a high degree of confidence um, for uh, uh, some drilling targets, identifying some drilling targets in that area to be drilled in, in uh, targeting the first quarter of next year. Again, it's subject to all the vagaries of COVID and what have you. But in plain English, geo, um, chem work, uh, physical work on the ground, moving us to delineate some drilling targets at, at East Abenoffi, and we're really quite uh, confident that we'll be successful with that. Right. So, so how, how do you how do you go about? It? You got one point five million in the bank. You, you talked about maybe needing to go to market at some point, but you're in control of of the timeline given given, given your burn rate. Is so the thing that gets people interested is drilling. You talk about Q1. Do you have enough money to do some basic drilling between now and then? Oh, no, sorry, no, no, not between now and then. In Q1, or will you need to raise the money to be able to do that, Johnny? Most likely look to, to come to market with a, with a good story to raise some capital. Um, having said that, we have been in discussions with um, key shareholder and group in terms of APEV group, um, who most likely uh, have capacity to, to, to provide some sort of funding, whether that's debt or equity, um, to be determined in any case to support a drilling program. So we're confident that we can support and fund a drilling program, irrespective of, of where we'd go in terms of raising capital. Um, probably in terms of between now and, uh, uh, um, you know, next year, um, the key thing for us is probably to do geophysics work because clearly um, geochem work is one thing, but I don't think anyone uh, really would, you know, 
um, encourage doing a, a, a drill program without having done some geophysics work as well. Um, for us, um, we are looking at uh, a potential um, collaboration in region with some other people who operate in region, and, and we'll probably look to talk in more detail about that in the next month or so. But that um, has a number of uh, exciting options for us in that it does allow us to collaborate with some successful operators in, in, in the area and, and demonstrate that, that, that we're on the, their radar as, 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 as they are on ours. But also it's very cost effective. So for us to um, marshal a drilling program, uh, probably of our own volition, it, it, it's, you know, um, potentially three quarters of a million dollars. But for us to, sorry, a GFS program is three quarters of a million dollars. But for us to do that, um, you know, in conjunction with some others is, is much more cost effective. It does let us partner and share data. Um, and also it lets us do that work, the GFS work, um, and concurrently with uh, the, the, the field work as well. So that means that, you know, that all comes together much more um, coherent, uh, a faster pace than otherwise would be the case. And so that does give us some confidence that, you know, we can well define some drilling targets early next year to move in towards obviously the, the ultimate end game of, of defining a resource here. So depending on who that is, um, one assumes they've got a better balance sheet than you and they're, they're in the region so they, they, they understand how to, how to work there. Do you, do you end up giving away, you know, a big piece of your company because you need them to come in this early? Or how, how do you protect yourself from dilating shareholders and, you know, giving giving away what potentially could be, you know, quite an interesting project? Yeah, so look, at the moment, we're really just talking with, um, it's just technical sharing of data. So so, so, so we're looking to partner with, with, with people to help us do some, as I say, some GFS work um, and, and share that data and analyse it and, and see what that provides and, and, and gives us. So it's really just a step in terms of building a relationship with, with well, look, we've got very strong pre-existing relationships with a lot of the majors and operators in PNG anyway, um, partly because of association with APEC Group. Um, so, you know, it's kind of building on those relationships. I, I don't see at this stage that we have any sort of commitments to, to give away the farm or anything of that nature. And the fact that uh, APEC are still material shareholders on the register is very unlikely that <laughs> we will. But it does open the door to look at other options and, and the optionality that comes with that, particularly I would suggest in relation to our KRL North asset, which you know, sits right adjacent to um, K92's uh, current operating ventures. So, so why why would they do? Why wouldn't they just wait for you to do the work and then take a look at the public data and say, okay, that gives us. But now's the time to maybe go and have a chat with you boys. Why 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 would a company like it? I'm not saying it is K92 because I don't know. Why would they come and talk to you now or work with you now and spend a bunch of money with you now versus? You know, just maybe waiting to see when you you actually go and do this yourself. Yeah, no, they're good guys. I don't know. <laughs> no, look, it, it, seriously, I, I think I think that that um, you know, I, I think it is the nature of the industry that we work at that people do collaborate and they do share information and and they do see opportunity to to work together. And it's you know, the land is pegged. The land is pegged. So once that happens, it, there's it, it, you know any sort of competitive dynamic or what have you sort of goes away. Um, I think probably also I would hope that, you know, we, we've we've managed these assets well um, in the last year, but certainly coming into that for the last three years or so um, as a private company as well, um, and we've developed credibility and connections and 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 are well regarded by the Mineral Resource Authority um, in Papua New Guinea as well as other operators there. So, 
you know, people will see that that, that we're a consistent player. We, we do um, achieve things that we, we say we're going to do and we're easy to do business with. So I, I think that all forms a basis for people to say, yeah, yeah, okay, let's let's work with these guys and 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 see what we can do with them. Okay, so you said, and I don't want to make a point here. It's like again, I know you mentioned K ninety two in the context of someone who's nearby. There are other players in the area with big big balance sheets. I'm I'm not, you know, I, I don't know who it is. You do, uh, I don't know who it is. Um, but the, the guys like that, I'm trying to work out. Do you do the relation the the, the kind of um, um, uh, agreement that you could have in place by understanding what you've got on your property, it may help them sort of understand what may be on trend in, in, in their property. I, I, I kind of understand that. And this isn't what is this is like a, the way that companies like that like to come in and get an early view of what could be a takeover target at some point. And if that if that is the case, do you adjust the way that you do things, the order of play for for, for you? Because is that is that that's the game plan here? Get one of these big guys with the big balance sheets to take you out? Look, I, I think our, our real story is, is to continue to build a company, and and I, I think we talked about this last time, and it's been my philosophy, and I certainly know my chairman's philosophy and the board is that um, you know if you're not in this game to to build your company at whatever level it is, it's very junior early stage for us or more advanced, then you know, you're not really doing anything. So we're here really to build a company. If we were fortunate enough to have, or we're not fortunate enough, if somebody offered us something which was fortunate enough for, for shareholders to be accretive and, and made sense um, for, for M&A, then clearly, you know, you, you look after the interests of your shareholders and, and we're corporate players to an extent and, and um, you know, we're not, um, you know, um, we're, we're capable of, of, of being practical in, in, in this regard. The same token, you know, um, we enjoy what we're doing. We, we think we've we've done well to build um, a platform of, of, you know, pretty early stage exploration assets into something which is compelling uh, and, and something which is starting to emerge as a corporate vehicle. Um, and, and that may well be of interest to people to come and, you know, not necessarily um, uh, take over but potentially take a stake in um, as a, as a you know as an entry point for other opportunities in in country um, who knows look I think um, the, the case in point looking at, at the data is is the KRL North asset where as we say the, the, the tenement sits right adjacent to K92's current operating um, operations you know the mineralized controlling structures that we have there um, in our sort of emerging in in the southeast corner of our tenement are, are clearly very similar and identical to, to those within um, K92's existing ground. Um, there's clearly a, an emergent sort of ring feature, if you will, on our tenement, which is which is clearly shared by K92. So um, I, I would think it's in everybody's, you know, applying common sense. It's in with everybody's interest to to hone in, particularly on that asset, and, and see what can be done. So um, case of looking for for you know what value can be can be extracted out of that which is good for us and potentially good for other people uh, and and seeing whether where, where that, that 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 leads from a um, corporate point of view we, we, we were open-minded okay you want it they may not who knows we'll wait to see where, where these conversations lead with whoever you're talking to um, let me let me and it would it would see it would seemingly be the most obvious thing, but um, uh, you're not going to give much away today. But let me talk about a phrase you used earlier. You talk about you know corporate initiatives, and in the context of 
your market cap, which is small in, in the context of precious metals having come off and your share chart looking like a lot of other people, you know, you're off 50%, right? You've got to do something big. You've got to do, you know, scrabbling around the surface, doing things slowly may not be enough to, you know, attract people. It may not be enough to, uh, to retain people. I'm talking investors. Um, you're going to have to make a big move. And you guys, you're, you're based out, out, out there. Um, you, and you've got access to capital and also for wonderful people. We talked about it last time out. You're going to have to do something big, aren't you? Exactly, exactly. I, I think that we, we, we're going to have to do something big. We want to do something big. I think that was always the intention for setting the company up, get the platform running, bet it down as a company, you know, work the existing asset, but look then to leverage that into um, other opportunities, be it in Papua New Guinea or more broadly. So, um, and I, I think that I, I hope that we've been successful and we've caught the eye of some of the bigger participants in the industry who may look at us and say, okay, these guys seem to know what they're doing. Um, they seem to manage what they have successfully. They're very well regarded by the authorities in Papua New Guinea. Um, and, you know, they may well be quite a credible partner for us to, to look at um, collaborating with in terms of, you know, maybe a much larger asset than, than we have. I mean, ultimately, um, you move along a development curve. We want to build a portfolio of, of projects and assets. A key you know, milestone for us is to have a resource in the company. So to the extent that we can look at opportunities which allow us to collaborate with, with other people um, in region or in country, maybe larger than us, to bring a resource into the company, that's something which we, we look closely at. And, you know, we, we promote that uh, concept with with lots of other people who operate in Papua New Guinea. And, and I'm hopeful that uh, on the back of that, we can leverage our way into a, into a bigger story. But as you say, um, that, that, I guess, gives you a bit of the strategy about how we go about getting there. But the ultimate end game is to do something much bigger with the, uh, with the portfolio or the, or, the, or the simple company than we have. I, I think um, you know, taking rock chip samples and what have you in Abenofi is, is critical to our ongoing existence, but um, you know, we want to do more than that and, and uh, we set this company up with that intention. So how, how, do you, how do you pay for something like that? What does a deal structure look like? With not a lot of cash, your options are, are limited unless you've got a very willing partner, in which case you've got to maybe then question the asset. So how would you go about structuring Something like that, where you could get. Because you talk about having it like a, something with a resource potentially reserves. Yeah, that's expensive. Yeah, look, it, it, it's potentially expensive. I, I think it it, it it involves a sort of a, a degree of collaboration, if you will. It's almost like an inverse joint venture that that we kind of look at, where you may well take an asset and and look at um, you know building that out and 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 paying back um, over time um, on delivering milestone outcomes to somebody else, either script or or cash in yourselves. Um, you know, one of the, the key things that we, we, we do have is, is a, is, as I say, is a very strong um, social license in country, uh, which you know um, is comforting for other operators in the country who, who are looking to you know potentially partner with with juniors. Um, and and why 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 um, why would they want to partner with you? Look, as I say, I think you know we've achieved things. That we, we we say we, we want to do in country, um, you know, and we've done it. Uh, we've done everything we said we'd, we we would do, and that's been noted by the um, by the government, um, uh, by the, the the mining minister, by um, you know other key stakeholders in country. Uh, and I think that in, in a short period of time since listing, but going back to pre-listing times, 
you know, we, we've we've consistently delivered outcomes um, for um, you know stakeholders in country, and and I think that gets noted. But why? But why? Why would someone with a decent asset, with a resource on it, want to give it to you? Surely they want to be able to um, leverage that and make money for themselves. Why, why would they offload an asset to you? I think yeah, it, it, it's a, it's a key, great question. I think it really is. It, it, it's looking at these assets and looking at what a corporate's objectives might be. Um, a big major interest really is to build a porphyry uh, you know, copper gold project or whatever it might be in a large resource. Um, and sometimes projects fit that bill and after spending time and effort on it, sometimes they don't. Whereas our focus is much more on looking how we can optimise um, you know, an epithermal vein system, what have you, what it might be um, for a high-grade operation and, and um, you know, effectively potentially turning a project on its head, if you will, um, uh, using, you know, a, 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 having a much more um, you know, junior minor perspective and, and turning a project around. So I think that's probably where there's some niche for us. Um, and look, I, I've got a great team of people um, with us or essentially I can extend the, the hand to who've been involved with me over a number of years in doing this sort of reoptimization work in, in Indonesian similar jurisdictions. So I think that is something that we can, um, you know, in addition to uh, um, dealing with you know, social licence, uh, strong credentials there, we do have an ability to, 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 to turn an asset and, and you know, re-optimise an asset. Okay, so uh, look, okay, okay. you're nice guys, you know how to do business in-country in and you do things the right way, but just I want to understand it. If you do pick one of these things up from a large corporate, it's because it's non-core or it's... You know, high 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 grade, and thereafter, you know, big big bigger copper porphyries or gold copper porphyries. So this wouldn't interest them. This sort of thing that you're looking for wouldn't interest them for now. But so can, so can I come back to the how you construct something like that with not a lot of cash? Which is, you know, are you, would you be expected to pay cash? Would they just take a piece of your company? Uh, I mean. How do you how do you build that relationship uh, financially? Yeah, so look, I think you, you obviously have an open mind, and and, and whether you, you do transactions which is subject to some form of funding, um, uh, um, it, it is always an opportunity. Um, and uh, whether you, you do a combination of 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 um, script placement into into the company and or cash, um, they're they're the options that that, that we look at. Um, and you know, I, I think the fact that our share register is, albeit the share, we don't have a great deal of cash. The share register is, is the share price is off, like all the juniors are, which is another story for another day. But the shares are quite tightly held, and so it's we have a good degree of flexibility, if you will, there to bring other parties onto our our, our share register without that having a, a monumental impact on the existing shareholders and. Um, you know, dilution for them. So, you know, that, that is um, certainly something which, which, from a capital structure point of view, we offer. Um, and I think for the right um, project um, and the right marketing of that, I, I, I'm very confident that we have the right team and the right credentials to be able to raise capital on, on a transaction as well, okay. on the right transaction. Okay. I'll, I'll sit back and wait for that uh, and you know, pick up the phone and let me know when it happens. Um, you mentioned um, May River earlier, you know, you, you know, with, with you, where you've acquired the May River um, um, Copper Gold Project. Um, 
Have you started any work there? How is that being prioritized? How much money is being spent on it? Um, yeah, in, and in terms of what, what can we expect to see from that anytime soon? So the Mount River project, I think when we last met, we were alluding to potentially doing a, a deal in the copper space. So we've obviously done that now. We've executed contracts to acquire. Um, it's effectively two, two or three tenements controlled by two companies in, in May River. Um, you know, highly prospective copper uh, territory right next to the Frida River project. Um, so we've um, been active uh, already to date in relation to doing a, an initial field survey there. Uh, verified a lot of the outcomes uh, that we'd already um, had, had already been worked on the ground there by, by previous holders of those tenements. Um, we took about 120 samples and. Uh, 20 of those went for petrology and, and the balance were, were processed as well. And that gave us um, uh, um, confidence as to the prospectivity of, of those of, of the project, in particular around a prospect uh, called Mountain Gate. Um, the neighbouring uh, prospect to Mountain Gate already had a, um, a drill hole there of 109 metres at 1.53 grams per tonne. So um, there's a good body of historic data there. It's, a, it's an excellent project. Um, sits on the same trend as uh, Frida River's existing copper uh, projects. So what are we going to do there next? So we will, um, you know, we, we, we'll continue to develop a, a, a project plan to get on the ground there in 2022 um, and advance that. Um, and uh, you know, um, that that's um, that that uh, will be a separate project, if you will, from what we're doing at uh, Canantu. Um, we're putting in place a, a specific project team to do some work on the ground there for that. We've actually had, um, uh, APEP's had an, another um, bulk uh, commodity that they've been working the ground on and we've been supporting them for in Papua New Guinea uh, in uh, June this year. And that, that project will, will come to an end. And so we're likely to be able to redeploy in association with them or hiring some of their staff through a team to move across to this uh, to this May River project and advance that. So we, we don't intend to just sort of um, sit that uh, on the sidelines. We do intend to get in there and, and work that asset. So, uh, so, that project. so, so give me a clue how you put that together, okay? Because you, you, you talk about taking you know, control of it, right? Um, or, you know, and then acquisition. Those seem interchangeable. How did you pay for that? What's the expectation of, around that that agreement? What, what are you obliged to do, not obliged to do? Do you own it or have you just taken control for now? How's it work? Yeah, it's, yeah. so so look, the, the, there's two agreements. One is with a company called Aninko, which is just ceased to acquire all of their, their companies, subject to them confirming clean title uh, to, to, the, to the ground. And if they can't you know, confirm clean title, then we'll potentially step in and take the ground in any case. The second... It's an option agreement with a company called Hard Rock. Um, the initial step there is to complete field study and exercise an option to take 10% of the company. So this is the field study we've just done. So we'll be in the process of, of, of exercising that 10%, I'd expect, in the near future, subject to final sign-off with Hard Rock, and, and we'll probably have some news flow on that in the in the next couple of weeks. That will give us 10% of, of that entity, but it also gives us management control of the asset. And then we uh, have an option to acquire the remaining 90% of the project over the next 12 months. Um, the consideration payable for that is script. It, it is in script um, and a valuation to be determined. The methodology to determine the value is one which is, uh, um, you know, will be accretive to existing shareholders, so no massive dilution there. Um, so, and, and on, on 
finalisation of that, we, we take 100% of, of hard rock. So in summary, um, uh, that option agreement, 10%, is payable on completing field study. We've done that. We'll take control of that. Uh, we'll take 10% of the company and take control of the project. And then in the next 12 months, uh, we'd anticipate um, at a time of, of, of you know, um, our choosing to an extent, uh, in collaboration with Hard Rock, uh, taking that asset um, 100% into the into the company. In the meantime, we, we, we have full control of it. Okay, so I'm not, I'm not quite sure in dollar terms what that, what, what, what that could equate to, what that will equate to, and, and what you think you've, you know, you're going to be spending on this thing and, you know, what you think it could, could make. Because obviously they, they did happen. There's a little reaction in the market and then it kind of came off again. So I just, I'm just I'm just wondering how you position deals like this because you're talking about doing another potential couple of deals in the next few weeks, you know. So 10% t- of the company, you, you, there's a lot. There's a long way to go, right? There's a lot more money to come. So are the deals going to be, the coming deals going to be more like this one? Or are they going to be different? I mean, how, how do you picture it? Yeah, so look, I mean, first first option is, is just commercial transaction in terms of technical sharing, which has no impact on equity at all. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a commercial deal. The second opportunity we're looking at is, you know, um, or, or potential looking at a number of opportunities, but is corporate um, sort of focused um, and, and collaborative and, and uh, the composition of that, you know, yet to be determined. I, I can't really go into too much detail on that. Today, um, in terms of the May River transaction, there is a, a, a pricing methodology set in the contracts with Hard Rock. Um, in terms of the value that 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 uh, um, yeah script would be released to the Hard Rock holders on us taking control of it. Um, again, that's commercial confidence. I can't go into too much detail about the specifics of the pricing, other than the pricing um, would always be consistent with um, the pricing we used to demerge um, uh, um, KRL into the, the listing vehicle last year. So, uh, again, that's um, in plain English. That's <laughs> basically saying that, you know, um, we won't pay more than than, than uh, the most likely on a script basis. We, we, we would not be paying, uh, we'd be paying, you know, not, not a premium to what um, what we paid to, to set KRL up with uh, um, originally. Okay, okay. You can see why so people looking at this might be like, oof, I don't know what this means, you know, because there was talk about, you know, 250,000 um, bucks, you know, as a, as a, as a payment. Um, that, that's a separate, yeah, so that's with Namiko, so that is a separate deal. So that's determined and yeah. that, that, that's all small one. That's the Namiko side of the transaction. Yeah. The hard rock side transaction um, involves, uh, um, you know, a, a strip placement on, a, on an independent valuation of the asset, um, you know, at, at the time of us choosing to exercise his option to he's paying, he's paying for the independent valuation because that usually determines the outcome, doesn't it? Right. Okay. It, it'll, it'll be interesting to sort of see how that – and what's the timing on that? So we understand at what point we'll know more about – Money conditions. So, so that really is 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 contingent on us looking to exercise that option. I expect we'd sort of do that in the first half of next year. Um, the costs to maintain the asset and get on the ground and 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 work at a um, are relatively um, similar to what you'd be spending for for uh, Canan two at the moment. So I talk about the cash burn of 
you know, 100 grand or so. It's a little more remote, so it requires some, some helicopter support and what have you to get in and out of the project. But I, I wouldn't expect that the um, between now and us uh, finalising that the, the, the acquisition of that, I wouldn't expect the cash spend to be, to be material. Okay, so let me, let me so again. So I'm just I'm just trying to build a picture of what you're trying to get. So it's all about building blocks. <clears throat> this is great. So here's some geophysics work with a a partner to to be determined. So you're going to let us know in the next before Christmas, let's say. Maybe, maybe, uh, uh, some kind of acquisition from a meaningful partner, part, meaningful um, company who may be looking to offload something. Maybe because. Lots of things could fall over, right? Uh, uh, you know, with 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 conversations, you you've done the copper gold acquisition. I can see that you're trying to trying to do things. I'm just trying to work out, you know, how, um, how significant these things could be. And I think that the one that sticks out for me is if you're talking the language of trying to acquire something with a resource on it, I'm all ears. Is that is that where I need to be looking? Exactly. Okay. That's where we want to. Okay. But that's all. We and you know, this is taking. It's an interesting story that we take this very early stage Canando asset. We add to it the May River. The obvious next stage is to move in with another project, which moves us further up the development curve, if you will, in terms of the portfolio of assets we hold. And that clearly involves um, acquiring a resource. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, um, you can't give too much away. I'm going to push you over. You're making forward-looking statements if we're, if we're not careful. Uh, don't we need to do that? Um, PNG, great jurisdiction for gold. Some great stories there. In fact, we've, we've, we actually talking of K92. Um, they, they're going to be coming on soon. Um, COVID still an issue there, it seems. Plus elections coming up as well. Yeah, so it's, it's an interesting time in, in PNG. COVID um, it, it is certainly um, uh, a, a, an issue which is impacting on local communities uh, in, to a much greater extent than it was 12 months ago. Um, and so, um, you know, um, we have um, quite a robust um, program in place for our, our people in, in, in country um, and in terms of the program, in terms of working with vendors and what have you to, to manage the exposure there and to keep um, operations and field work Ongoing uh, during during the crisis, um, you know, we, we have to be mindful of potential impact for that going to the future. And, and it is it is a you know it is a delicate time. COVID is a is a finely poised issue in Papua New Guinea. Um, there's no doubt there, and 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 and, and so it is certainly um, a key operating focus for us. Um, in addition to that, as you say, the election cycle comes around next year. And again, that's always an interesting dynamic in, in Papua New Guinea, as in most developing countries. So, um, you know, we are minded to that and, and uh, um, you know, lots of um, different stakeholders and, and their approaches to, to us and, and our partners and, and how to manage that. It, it will be a, a big focus for us next year as well. Okay. Well, like, Matthew, like, appreciate you coming on today. Good to see you again. You should come on more regularly. And if you've got some news coming up, Sounds like you should be. Um, uh, we'll we'll speak to you soon. Thanks. Appreciate your time today. Hopefully, we can come back before Christmas with some 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 further progress. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast or our website cruxinvestor.com, and of course our YouTube channel Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.